I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Phillips with Colin Taylor back here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Colin's got a piece up right now on the website. Five red shirt freshmen who could make an impact in 2018. And Colin, I enjoyed reading this piece. I feel like the Gamecocks have got some good young athletic talent. I'm talking about athletes coming in. SEC caliber athletes, Colin, that are going to make the Gamecocks a better football team in 2018. And we started off in the secondary, Colin, a place where the Gamecocks have really needed some upgrades, I believe, in the last couple of years. So, obviously, when you look at, you know, they had two guys last year that were coming in as freshmen that were going to compete right away in Jalen Dickerson and Taven Jackson, who, uh, you know, their freshman years, they were going to be a big part of that that secondary and that rotation. Uh, injuries kind of kept them from seeing the field, and so now – those two guys have redshirted and are working back to being fully healthy. And those guys, you know, they're stronger, they're smarter, they're, they're more comfortable. It's almost like having a, a freshman in that, you know, a freshman physically, but a sophomore mentally uh, in the meeting room and on the field. So I think both guys factor in heavily. The big pieces of that secondary that's thin right now and, and not as experienced as maybe it was. Jalen Dickerson will wear number 26. He's six foot one, 191 pounds. He's out of Pinecrest High School in Southern Pines, North Carolina. And Taven Jackson's a cornerback, number 28, 5'9, 185 pounds from Tallahassee, Florida. Colin, you know, it seems that uh, Dickerson might push Steven Montag for playing time in the secondary. How, how's that looking right now? I know, I know a lot of folks think Dickerson is going to start day one. Right. And I think right now you're, you're probably Montag's going to be your, your game one starter. Uh, just because he is so versatile and he's spent the last couple of years learning from guys like Chris Lamonds and DJ Smith, who were able to be plug and play kind of guys. And Montek has experience, knows what to expect at the SEC level. He knows the speed required and all that. And Dickerson's still a little bit new to it. He has never played in that kind of game setting before. Uh, but I think he's a guy that is going to see his fair share of snaps and could end up starting a game or two, depending on how he plays or how Montek plays. Um, so, but, but he's a guy that, you know, the staff's really high on, and I think you're going to see him early and pretty often uh, game one through the first few games of the year um, just because he is pretty good, but he needs to be able to get into the swing of things um, physically uh, for, for what SEC football kind of entails. So Jalen Dickerson, the safety, and Taven Jackson, the cornerback, are the first two players listed in the five red shirts that could make a big impact in 2018 for the Gamecocks. Will Register, also on your list, Colin, the tight end from Chapin, South Carolina. You know, a lot of talk this offseason about the Gamecocks and the fact that they lost Hayden Hurst. And Hurst was a tremendous athlete and a great all-around player, good teammate, great guy in the locker room. You know, I think there was nothing but positive things about Hayden Hurst. And obviously he was first-round pick of the Baltimore Ravens in the most recent NFL draft. So, you know, on the surface, Colin, you lose a player like Hurst, that can't help, but there's also been a lot of talk this uh, summer about the fact that the Gamecocks didn't utilize Hayden Hurst enough. They couldn't get him the football enough, arguably, Colin. And from that standpoint, maybe Hurst's loss won't be as dramatic as it seems. Right, and I think that a lot of teams game-planned um, 
for Hayden Hurst to take him away, which is why they maybe not didn't use him as much as as possible, uh, or as as fans maybe think that they they could have. But you know, replacing a guy that was so big and and could stretch the field like that is is going to be hard. Um, returning Debo Samuel and returning a bunch of guys in the receiving core is going to help with that, obviously. But now you're going to insert a guy at tight end who needs to be able to stretch the field vertically. And um, Will Register's a guy that can do that. I think he's going to have to earn his spot over guys like Casey Crosby and Kill Pollard who have been, and Jacob August, who have been at school for a while and, and in the program a little bit longer. But he's a guy, you know, a four-star coming out of high school and, you know, big and physical and that can, you know, could compete to see snaps and starts here and there. Um, but regardless, I think he's going to make an impact. Um, just because he is so physical, he does have some good hands, and the staff's been pretty high on him. Just It's been hard for him to get to see the field because you had guys like Hayden Hurst and, and Casey Crosby and Jacob August ahead of him. Colin, MJ Webb is on your list as well, and feel like the Gamecocks are pretty solid on the starting defensive line. We feel like we have a pretty good idea who that's going to be. But it could be that MJ Webb earns himself some playing time this year. Yeah, and you know we talked to him in the spring, and he kind of said that, you know, thinking back, maybe he wasn't ready to play as a freshman, and he's kind of embraced the fact that he redshirted last year to get stronger and and get you know smarter about the game and learn the defense more uh, without the pressure of having to get prepared for games. Uh, so he's smarter. He said he's this is the most comfortable he's felt in Will Muschamp and. Uh, T. Rob's defense since he's been here, um, so that's a that's great for him. And I think that you know you you already have your starting defensive line pretty much set heading into the fall. But he's a guy that you know could work himself into the rotation. Lance, Lance Thompson said he wants six to eight guys that he feels really really comfortable with rotating in and out uh, during a game. Uh, he always jokes that you know <laughs> these once the big guys get gassed, they really can't refill during a game. So. Um, Webb's a guy that can come in at potentially if he continues his, his progressions and improvements that he's had over the last you know year and some some change. MJ Webb's number 94, 6'3", 288 from Rutledge, Georgia, played at Morgan County High, and he could factor into the Gamecocks defensive line rotation this year as a redshirt freshman. And the fifth player on your list, Colin, this article that's up on GamecocksCentral.com right now, Eric Douglas, offensive lineman from Charlotte, played at uh, Powerhouse High School program Mallard Creek up there in Charlotte. The Gamecocks have had some recruiting success with Mallard Creek, and Eric Douglas, one of the headliners from that school in Charlotte. Colin, 6'4", 298 on the offensive line. Yeah, and, you know, coming into a lot like Webb, coming into the the fall, South Carolina pretty much has their offensive line that they want to work with as the first team set. But Douglas is you know, pretty versatile. He came in as a tackle. They shifted him to guard a little bit, and he's played a lot of center as well, um, especially in some of the bowl practices that, the practices that they've had uh, last year in the Outback Bowl. So he's a guy that, because he is so versatile, if, you know, someone else goes down, then he could come in and step up and play, you know, any of the, the five positions on the offensive line. So I think that's going to help him just, you know, if some guy does go down or, you know, they have some inconsistency on the offensive line. I think he's one of the first guys up because he does know how to play a bunch of different positions and, and he's been able to produce a lot once he's been in in camp and, and learning the system a little bit. Yeah, that's huge for an offensive lineman. The more positions you can play, the more likely you are to earn playing time. 
particularly if you're you know not already a starter, which Eric Douglas is not. But good size comes from a program with a great uh, pedigree, and I think high expectations for Eric Douglas with this Gamecock football team moving into his redshirt freshman year. Colin, tell us about some other redshirt freshmen that didn't make the list but uh, who might be able to make an impact this season and talk about some true freshmen that you like to get on the field this year for Will Muschamp. The two biggest ones, I'll stick, I guess, on the offensive line, and Jordan Rhodes and Jordan Cardi. Uh, both are really, really big physical guys that redshirted last year um, that are, you know, needed some time to learn the offense a little bit. and um, Luckily, they weren't really needed a lot on the offensive line um, with some other guys stepping up. Those are the two ones that really come to mind as, as redshirt freshmen. But when you look at, you know, the, the freshman class, um, JJ Ingbare, I'm hoping I'm saying that right, is a, is a guy that comes to mind on the defensive line. That's going to be helpful. Obviously when you pull a guy like Rick Sandage on the defensive line, that's going to help a four-star prospect that was coveted by a lot of programs. Um, and then you look at some of the skill position guys like um, Josh Van and, uh, some of the other wide receivers and that are going to be able to help. They, they really like Josh Van uh, at the receiver position. Um, and you have some corners too, Israel uh, Mukwamu. Uh, they, they love him and his length and think that a guy that is playing six, four at cornerback um, can, can really do some damage. And I've heard players say that they've never really seen anything like him um, just because he is so long. And then, I mean, there's there's a bunch of guys that I think we'll see some spot time. Rosinda Lewis is another one. Um, you might see on Joyner um, in a few games because of the new fresh new freshman rule. But um, the good news is is that this class um, adds a lot of depth and adds a lot of things that are, are going to be necessary moving forward. And, and they're building for the future now too. Um, and I think that some of these guys could see a lot of action, uh, like. J.J. Ngbare and, uh, you know, Rosinda Lewis and uh, Josh Van just because they are so physically gifted. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it'll be a wait-and-see kind of thing. A lot a lot relies on the fall um, and how they progress over the summer and through the first part of fall camp uh, to see who really, really gets all that playing time. Colin, moving into the third year of the Will Muschamp era now at South Carolina, and it feels like we're starting to see some of the dividends being reaped <laughs> from the tremendous recruiting effort that Muschamp and his staff have put in. that You know, Muschamp knew from the very beginning, from day one at South Carolina, that he would have to hit the ground recruiting. And now that we're moving into the third year, we're starting to see some of his signature signees starting to become more important players on the Gamecock football team. So it's cause for excitement, I believe, surrounding Gamecock football. And I'm excited to see what these young kids can do. Yeah, and I think that, you know, aside from coming in, after those three straight 11 win years that this is the most promise a team has had um, in a long time in South Carolina um, since those 11 win seasons. So um, there's a lot to be excited for a lot of unknown still. So we'll know a little bit more too, once we kind of get a game or two into the season. Um, so uh, I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been surrounding a football season in South Carolina for a little bit, just because there is, so much promise and so much unknown that we really don't know what's going to happen, and that's kind of the exciting part. Yep, good-looking young football team heading into 2018. Obviously, we don't know what the season holds, but it sure looks to me like the Gamecocks have added depth and they've improved athleticism as well at all positions across the board. So we'll see how that comes to fruition in 2018. 
Plenty more Gamecock football talk to come here on Gamecock Central Radio. Colin Taylor, thanks very much. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Colin Taylor, our Gamecock Central staff writer, and I'm your host, Emerson Phillips. Plenty more to come here on GCR. Thanks for being with us.